Module seven, a practical approach to mainstream consenting. In this learning module, we inform and educate non-genetics HCPs on genetic consenting. This module will enable HCPs to build confidence around the process of mainstream consenting, to define gene variants to patients with cancer, to outline appropriate actions for patients to test positive for a pathogenic BRCA1 or 2 variant or variant of unknown significance, and to be aware of local resources to support mainstream consenting. There are four main parts to mainstream genetic testing. There is patient eligibility criteria for Medicaid-funded genetic testing assessment. The introduction to mainstream genetic testing, obtaining consent from patients, and organizing the test. Informing patients of the genetic test result along with an explanation of the implications for patients and family members. And the provision of additional support and or follow-up by working alongside your local genetic service. Useful resources to support mainstream genetic consenting. It is important that oncology teams have all the relevant tools and resources ready prior to commencing mainstream genetic testing. The resources are depicted below. It is a flowchart for mainstream genetic testing in patients with ovarian cancer and or breast cancer. It is the genetic test request form, patient consent forms, ideally also information leaflets, and below you can see a list of useful websites that may help you in your mainstream genetic consenting process. How can you localize tools to support mainstream genetic testing? Mainstream genetic testing resources and the mainstream genetic testing process may differ between units and hospitals, but key principles will be similar. Standard resources. Standard tools and templates should always be reviewed and adapted in line with local needs and standard operating procedures. Localization of resources and the mainstream genetic testing process should involve all key stakeholders from the oncology team and the local unit or the local hospital. And units and hospitals with established mainstream genetic testing programs will have their own set of tools and resources aligned with local needs and processes. How do you communicate genetic test indications to patients and their families? A clinical council will discuss options with both patients and their families. When it comes to patients, you need to give explanations for why they develop the cancer, what the treatment decisions are, and how they can reduce their risk of further cancer in the future. Relating to patients' families, you need to educate about predictive tests and how to reduce the risk of developing cancer in the future. For instance, via early detection screening programs or risk-reducing surgery. Some people are at greater risk of cancer than others. This can be because of genetic factors inherited from their parents. Usually, this is due to inheriting from both parents a greater than average dose of thousands of minor genetic factors. However, there can be a fault in a particular gene inherited from one parent that causes a larger increase in the risk of cancer. This gene fault is called pathogenic variant, and the gene in which it is found is called cancer susceptibility gene. If you have been born with a gene fault, or a pathogenic variant in a cancer susceptibility gene, it does not mean that you will definitely develop cancer, but it makes it more likely 
and someone who was not born with a gene fault or the pathogenic variant. These genes are called cancer susceptibility genes as they play an important role in controlling cell growth. If the gene contains a fault or a pathogenic variant, the gene doesn't function properly. This can mean that cells may grow and divide in an uncontrolled fashion, leading to cancer. Three important cancer susceptibility genes are strongly associated with the increased risk of developing breast cancer. They are called BRCA1, BRCA2, BALB2. Other alterations in genes relate to inherited cancer risks. A woman with a gene fault or a pathologic variant in BSCA1 or BSCA2 has approximately a 70% risk of developing breast cancer by the age of 80. A woman with a gene fault or the genic variant in PALB2 has approximately a 50% risk of developing breast cancer by the age of 80. In other words, 50 out of 100 women will have developed breast cancer by the age of 80. Compared to women who do not have a gene fault or a pathogenic variant, a woman with a gene fault or pathogenic variant in one of her BSEA genes who goes to develop breast cancer also has a higher risk of developing another breast cancer in the same or in the opposite breast. She also has a higher risk of developing cancer in the ovaries or fallopian tubes. And this is particularly true for BSEA1. And there also is a small increase in the risk for pancreatic cancer. And this, again, is particularly true for BRCA2 and BALB2. BRCA2 is also associated with a modest increase in risk for men of developing breast cancer. BRCA2 and BALB2 increase the risk of male breast cancer, but it is still uncommon. In this slide, you can see inherited cancer risks for particular cancers such as ovarian cancer, pancreatic cancer, the first breast cancer, and the second breast cancer after the first one in women with the gene fault or a pathogenic variant in BSEA1, BRCA2, or PALB2, but you can also find the percentages for the general female population. A BRCA test looks at the DNA in your cells. A sample of your saliva or blood is sent to the laboratory where DNA is removed from the cells. The part of the DNA which contains your BRCA genes is examined to see whether it contains genetic changes inherited from your parents. There are three possible test results. Negative. This means that no gene faults or pathogenic variants are found in your BRCA genes. Variant of unknown significance also termed VUS. In two out of 100 tests, which is approximately 2%, we find a VUS. A VUS result means that we currently don't know if the gene change is harmless or if it increases your risk of developing cancer. Overall, most VUS are likely to be harmless. Positive, a gene for a pathogenic variant is found and it is known to be associated with an increased cancer risk. We believe that three in a hundred women, which around 3%, will be found to have a gene fault or pathogenic variant in their BSEA genes. After receiving your test result, you will be sent a full report and a detailed letter. A copy of this letter will be sent to your GP and your cancer clinicians. 
It is standard NHS practice to store DNA samples used for genetic testing. Your DNA may be used for quality control, including for tests of your other family members. Your test data will be stored securely as part of your National Health Service clinical record. Why should you have a BSEA test? Well, the reasons for having a BSEA test are to get more information about biodeveloped cancer, which drugs in surgery are best suited for treating your breast cancer, and whether or not you're at high risk for developing other cancers, such as ovarian cancers, or whether or not your family members, both male and female, are at increased risk of developing breast and other cancers that are associated with this change. These cancers may include ovarian cancer, in females, pancreatic cancer, breast cancer in males, and prostate cancer in males. Approximately 95 out of 100 women with breast cancer will receive a negative test result from their BSEA test. A negative result means that it is highly unlikely that your BSEA genes played a part in the development of your breast cancer. Your risk of developing another new breast cancer is the same as other women your age who have a similar first breast cancer and family history. It is unlikely that your close family members are at particularly high risk of breast cancer, unless you have a significant family history of breast cancer. Receiving a test that is a VUS, a variant of unknown significance, or VUS, is a genetic change that we are unable to clearly interpret. This means that we cannot say categorically whether this gene change is pathogenic, harmful, or harmless. The majority of changes found in genes are harmless, and therefore most of these VUSs are likely to be harmless. We assume that around 2 out of 100 BRCA tests will return a VUS result. If your test result shows we have found a VUS, we will continue your care as if you had received a negative test result. We do not test your family for the VUS. Instead, we manage you and your relatives based on the pattern of breast cancer in the family. We may contact you in the future if we receive new information telling us more definitely that your VUS is harmless or possibly also pathogenic. What if your test result is positive and a gene fault or a pathogenic variant is found? We expect that 3% of women with breast cancer will receive a positive result from the BSEA test. Finding a gene fault or a pathogenic variant in one of your BSEA genes means that this gene fault is likely to have played a part in the development of your breast cancer. The best drugs to treat your current or recent breast cancer may be different to those used for other breast cancer. You are at increased risk of developing another breast cancer in the same or in the opposite breast. This may influence the options for breast surgery for treating your breast cancer. You may be at increased risk for developing ovarian cancers and other cancers. And other members of your family may also carry the same gene fault or pathogenic variant and be at increased risk of developing cancer. Following a positive genetic test result, a patient may be offered a telephone consultation with a genetic counselor to answer any queries that she may have. The oncologist or surgeon may talk with the patient about treatment options, such as surgery and or drugs. And the patient would also be offered an appointment at the local clinical genetic service to discuss about cancer risks in further detail, to discuss therapeutic options available, 
and to receive advice about contacting relatives and offering them genetic testing as well. In summary, mainstream genetic testing resources and the mainstream genetic testing process may differ between units and hospitals, but the key principles will be similar. Pre-test information can improve communication of genetic test indications to patients and to their families. 